see the way they hate And I know better than to listen to the people who are calling us names I can feel the sun Well, good morning, everyone. My name is Brian, and today is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, and this is episode 377 of the Lots Project podcast, a daily look inside our journey to live outside the systems of control, and it's another Coffee with Brian. How's it going this morning? Rolling with some uh, PTO Blonde, (laughs) more FTO Blonde, more PTO Blonde for this morning. Got my uh, got my C4 Coffee Membership Club shipment yesterday, and uh, yeah, going to talk about that today. That was interesting, trying to get a hold of my packages. Also going to talk about my interview last night and um, plans to go and uh, check out the old Toolman's property uh, here. I thought it was going to be today, but it is not today. It's tomorrow, but talk about the plans for that and uh, whatever comes up. Whatever comes up, we have a, uh, a very uh, open question of the day today that spurred a pretty decent con- discussion in uh, in the Telegram group yesterday. So if you're not a part of the Telegram group and you want to check out that conversation, be sure to jo- go over to t.me slash lots chat and uh, join the join the conversation. Morning, Pippin Eyes. Good morning, uh, Good morning, James. Uh, good morning, uh, Josh and Robin Hosting. How's it going? How's it going? Um, yeah. All right. Well, just reading the comments there. They're talking about uh, some some court proceedings and things that have been going on. So, uh, yeah. Good morning. We'll uh, we'll get rolling here for a second and then hit into that perfect cup question. Uh, right now, over on Noster Ness, I got that going this morning. Had a couple people drop in before I started the recording, and um, and yeah, the, there was <laughs> nothing going on there, so they popped in, popped out, and um, yeah. Robin says she's tending her chickens earlier and earlier. Um, yeah because of science i'm guessing you're going to be doing it earlier and earlier until uh, right towards the end of june and then it's going to start getting later and later until the end of december i remember that pattern from when i was uh when i was a farmer <laughs> anyway it's tuesday guys it's tuesday uh ryan says it's uh, taco tuesday but we need coffee first they yeah, always need coffee first i don't really care what day it is um gotta get that coffee so with that let's uh maybe roll in a little early to the perfect cup but let's get that rolling along and um and get it done get it done then we'll hit the history segment i promise i will hit the history segment today and it won't be at the end um ryan puts a lot of work into uh copying and pasting those over and picking which things i want or what he thinks i should uh, throw in the history segment and i went through this morning and uh i'm glad i pared it down i'm glad i took uh took the time to run through it because um it might have been a it was a little extended this morning but we got her we got her knocked down to a good size we'll take care of that right here after the perfect cup all right it's time again for the 57th edition of the perfect cup a daily question and my thoughts join the discussion on my telegram group that's t.me slash lots chat t.me slash lots chat we have a question of the day that i post around on social media the day before especially in the telegram group and now over at oster and we get some feedback tell me what you think have a discussion with the other people talking about the subject and then i bring it all together the next morning on the show discuss it a little bit discuss the answers discuss my thoughts and then put it up as its standalone podcast today's perfect cup question of the day is does time have a beginning or an end does time have a beginning or an end now depending on how you read that because of our uh, lovely English language uh, is it does time have a beginning or an end 
um, as in does it have one or the other, uh, or does it have a beginning or an end as in both or either. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I just threw it out there. I just threw it out there as is no punctuation except a question mark at the end and uh, saw what people thought. Hey, good morning, Mike V. How's it going? Uh, Josh over in the Telegram chat said, hmm, Josh kind of, Josh takes some time to comp- contemplate and says, hmm, maybe. What is time? A constraint we use to measure for the passing of events. If it's simply that, then no, it would have no meaning at all if so. But if time is relative and merely how we perceive changes, then perhaps it is. Is it a human construct, something living creatures use to describe a point in a cycle? If it's a concept, we imagine that it started when it was first recognized. How can we ever truly know? I don't know. I don't know. That kind of sparked off a big, long discussion. James and uh, James and Josh were going going back pretty hard, uh, fast and furious, back and forth. Uh, it was a great conversation. I uh, got into base ten, base twelve, Egyptian theory. It was it was pretty interesting. I was listening along. I was walking the dogs and could not uh, type type in as fast as these guys were sending messages. But it was a great conversation to listen to, and uh, and read. So if you get a chance, you should definitely check that out. Canadian Farmstead weighed in and said, time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like a banana. Yep, that's my crowd, guys. That's my crowd. One answer to the next, one extreme to the next. James says, uh, I don't know. Is time a fourth dimension? Height, width, height, width, depth, and when? I know time is my most precious commodity. It's the only thing I can, can't can make more of, and I have no way to check my balance. Does it have a beginning or an end? Does that matter? It had a beginning for you, and you don't know when it's going to end for you, so every second counts. Make them produce and enjoyable. You never know when your expiration date is. Exactly. 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 For sure. I uh, I really like that. Um, and that kind of spurred that discussion between Josh and James and both of them are pretty intellectual folk. And, uh, it, it was a really good conversation. Uh, old scrambling weighed in and said, time is just a construct. There is only ever now perceptions of time require a perceiver. And that kind of goes back to the whole discussion we had. I think it was last week about is a chair actually a chair if no one's sitting in it or is it uh, a bed for a cat? It's the perceiver. Uh, the cat thinks it's a bed. Uh, the short person thinks it's a step stool. And the tall person thinks it's a place to sit down. Like, it's all different. It's all angles and uh, perception. So maybe time is, maybe time needs um, perceptions of time require a perceiver. Uh, are we all just conditioned to look at time the way it is? I'm kind of, um, I'm kind of in the camp where... If it wasn't for this thing I'm building, um, podcast kind of has to go out. I guess it doesn't have to go out at the same time every day if I just did it between the sunrise and the sunset. Uh, But keeping appointments, things like that, you kind of got to know what time it is. But I always had, had yearned to get to a place in my life where I didn't give a shit what time it was. When the same sun came up, I got up. And when the sun went down, I went to bed. Or when I was uh, when I was tired, I went to sleep. And when I had enough sleep, I woke up. I went about my business, and it really didn't matter. It really didn't matter. So that um, that was always a goal. Seasonality, you got to kind of watch, especially if you're trying to provide for yourself and and grow food and things like that. But in general, I I always hope to just um, not have to worry about what time it is. So I'm not sure. Mike V over in the comments says, Mike uh, says time isn't real. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We, we went back and forth about that pretty, pretty, uh, pretty significantly. Time, time is real. Um, as real as anything that we create. I mean, it is. I can count time. I can, I can quantify time and I can, I can express time to you. And you can understand it and we can both coordinate with it and meet at the same place at the same time. Um, it is real. Uh, it is made up. We we made it up. 
it's uh can be measured in many different ways uh, if you would like to start uh, your new time system look they just do daylight savings time i mean there's a perfect example of uh, how how um how not real it is but it is real we, we all are bound by it if we want to be unless you can pull yourself out of it and the reasons i can't at the moment are what i expressed before um so is there a beginning and end it in my opinion well of course there was a beginning and and like josh stated it's it's where somebody said yes this is what we're going to do this is how we're going to coordinate um this is how we're going to coordinate our activities this is how we're going to record the length of things um it it was made up when it was made up it, it was started when does it end uh, yeah, when you take a dirt nap, it ends for you. And other than that, what does it matter? If you're dead, does it really matter if time goes on in the rest of the world? Yes, loved ones, blah, 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 you know, all of that, all of that. But does it matter? Does it matter? That was always the that was always the thing about death was I'm afraid to die. Well, why are you afraid to die? It ain't going to bother you. It's, it's, you're afraid to leave the people on earth that you leave behind. Like there's no, I guess if it's painful, that sucks. Yeah. But it's going to be over real quick. Um, so I'm afraid, I'm afraid, afraid to die a slow, painful death is what i'm afraid of i'm not afraid to die i i feel very bad if i leave people behind especially Corey. Uh, but we both kind of understand that that could happen at any second and we try to spend make the most of the time we're here just like james was talking about it's your lonely limited quantity it's the thing you can't make more of but you also have to have a grip on reality that it is limited and it could end whenever um so that makes it easier to deal with death Gotta check over here in the comments, see if we have anything else. Um, Gingerbread Farm says because of because of the way we measure time now, using the birth of Jesus as zero, you could go infinite in positive and negative, so no end either way. Yeah, the whole zero thing has always kind of sat in my craw a little different. Um, Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, time issues there for sure. Um, Gingerbread says he had... <laughs> oh, you would have just went uh, slept until you got up? Um, except for this podcast? Dude, dude... Um, I appreciate that greatly, but if you need to sleep in or you want to sleep in and uh, you can always text the recording for sure. I, I definitely appreciate the the comments and the interaction in the, in the feed, but dude, get your sleep, man. Like V says, um, he feeds it sun up and sun down. The clock isn't the same from day to day. Correct. Correct. And animals, animals figure that out. Um, animals um just kind of roll with it <clears throat> gingerbread says he's currently dying a slow painful death very slow dude you're you're gonna be doing great you're gonna be doing great and uh oh josh hey josh back again him and youtube are fighting this morning but anyway i just ran through the comments it looks like we're all caught up there i uh this has been another episode of uh the perfect cup question of the day that question of the day again today was does time have a beginning or an end? If you want to weigh in, comment, comment on the post. And uh, as you see it around social, if you want to get in, get your thoughts heard on another question, be sure to look for those posts. And uh, the easiest way is to join the Telegram group at t.me slash lots chat. And I pin that question every day. I pin the question every day. Other than that, be sure to check out the perfectcup.shop. Now, when you go to the perfectcup.shop and it says shop premium coffee premium air roasted coffee you click that lit you click that link Whew, it's gonna be a long morning uh you click that link and it takes
takes you to my portal on the Food Forest Farms website. We've shifted away from white labeling and gone to co-branding. I enjoy Brian's coffee so much. I wanted to be able to push it all and not just the blends that he's come up with for me. So he has opened us all our own store on his site. And because of this new partnership, I am able to give you 5% off anything at his site. That's coffee. That's art. That's t-shirts. That's jewelry. That's all everything on the site. Anything on his site, you put in the cart and you type LOTS5, that's L-O-T-S-5, L-O-T-S-5, the numeral five, in checkout and get 5% off on anything on that site. Not a bad deal. Anything. Check out one of his art pieces. They're interesting. Definitely interesting. Anyway, go to theperfectcup.shop, click Air Roasted Coffee, land on my page, buy some coffee. I appreciate it. This has been another episode of the Perfect Cup Question of the Day. I appreciate you hanging out, and now back to the full show. All right, all right. Yeah, Gingerbread, L-O-T-S-5. You got it. You got it. You got it. I know it took you a long time to uh, to remember... <laughs> <laughs> to figure out my channel and my, the name of my show. But I wanted to spell that out for you uh, in depth with the coupon code. <sighs> Mike V says his back is telling him that much time has passed this morning. Yeah, man, I hear you. I hear you. There are definitely mornings I get up and I can definitely feel my time has passed. Uh, my prime. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get in better shape. I am going to uh, definitely try to get in better shape and uh, start feeling like time is going backwards would be cool. So anyway, I almost forgot the history segment yesterday and I apologize for that. Um, Ryan takes time out of his day to uh, to look up the wiki history for me and email it over and I almost didn't read it. So I, I felt very horrible about that. So today I, I dug in. And I think we're going to hit maybe five or six uh, points in history if they're available and then uh, grab grab some birthdays or some death days or things like that. So I'm going to start doing that right now after the perfect cup and uh, and it'll be great. It'll be great. So history segment for today, a Tuesday, April 17th. Bitcoin this morning, when, right before the show, was at thirty thousand one hundred and ninety five dollars fiat dollars that is for one bitcoin just as a reference point in history 2023 right now 30,195 i hope we're listening to this replay in a few years and we're like 30,000 holy shit you guys were throwing sats around like crazy yeah 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 uh james i will get the link in there in just one second um in this day 19 or 1521 the trial of martin luther begins its second day during the assembly of the diet of worms why were they eating worms he refuses to recant his teachings despite the risk of excommunication the emperor issued the decree which condemned luther as a notorious heretic and banned citizens of the empire from propagating his ideas ryan's pippin's notes church people gonna act like church people shrugs the agnostic i'm right there with you man i'm right there with you i didn't have to say ryan i could have said brian uh 1775 american revolution the british advancement by sea begins paul revere and the other the other riders war in the countryside of the troop movement hmm. those others namely samuel prescott israel israel bissell william dawes and sybil luddington the British are coming. The British are coming. 1945, over 1,000 bombers attacked the small island of Hilligoland. Yeah, no, not this morning. Germany. Um, 1947, two short years later, Operation Big Bang, the largest non-nuclear man-made explosion to that time, destroys bunkers and military installations on the North Sea Island of where? Where? Yeah, that one I just couldn't uh, couldn't read anymore. Oh, 2019. A redacted version of the Mueller report is released to the United States Congress and the public. It was all edited for your protection. 
George Bush did not order 9-11. They were not destroying financial documents in Building 7. <laughs> Is that what the Mueller report said? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <coughs> uh, today's birthday is 1916. Carl Burgess, American illustrator, American comic book and advertising artist, best known for creating the original Human Torch way back there in the 30s. 1962, Jeff Dunham, American ventriloquist and comedian. Never really got into Jeff Dunham. I know a lot of people love him. I can't say that I ever have seen one complete show of his. Uh, 1963, Conan O'Brien, American television host, comedian, and podcaster. Now, Conan O'Brien, yeah, let's talk. I uh, I watched every episode of his night show for about three years straight when I was in college. So, yeah, Conan and me. I know Conan. Uh, 1976, Melissa Joan Hart, if you know Clarissa Explains It All, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch, if you're in my, uh, my kind of my age bracket or a little younger or quite a bit older where you had kids my age, you probably know the name Clarissa explains it all and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And that was the history segment for today. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hope I didn't cut out your favorite segment that there's favorite note or anything that you came up with. All right. After this history, let's get back to uh, to checking these comments. They were rolling in. I saw them, I saw them <laughs> going by there. Um Backwood says, you guys are goddamn troopers. I was doing research for the show till 11 last night. Gonna be an adjustment. Yeah, dude, I was up. Uh, I was up about that time. I was up later than that because you're East Coast. You're East Coast. Uh, oh, Josh says, uh, if you're an MSB, I know a guy that has 10% off Food Forest Farms. Hey, hey, I'll match that with a direct email from me or to me. I could get you 10 off too. Just saying. MSB. I am past. <laughs> or, uh, Mike V says, I'm pissed that I can't get a penny for uh, Bitcoin. For... <laughs> I can't get a penny of Bitcoin for $250 anymore. <laughs> um, let's see what's going on here. <laughs> for our protection. Yeah. Um. Josh says you don't appreciate the work, all the work that goes into content creation until you do it. Yep, for sure. Uh, Kyle says Mueller report was that Trump? That was Trump working with Russia. Yeah, that was back when Trump, um, when Trump was trying to buy the land for the twin towers, and he contracted some brown people to fly planes into it, so we could start a war too. Didn't we just finish that war? Kind of. Um, Renegade Butcher says Dunham has a few few funny skits, but not a whole sit down. Uh, and James says, oh, totally agree. Filming. Oh, filming takes way longer than just doing it. Um, not only does it take longer to film it, and then you have the editing time and the upload. Yeah, it's uh, it is definitely not just turn the camera on and then it goes to YouTube. Uh, I guess, I mean, I guess if you're live, if you do live stuff, it is like this show right here. Uh, but I do have a lot of, a lot of time into the back end of this. I put a lot of time in the back end guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Josh says it takes way longer when you have to research shit to talk about. Um, finding topics is tough, uh, especially when you, if you're a deep dive, like if you, Kyle, I know is starting up a podcast and uh, doing videos about different breeds of animals and things like that. Breeding different animals, <laughs> different breeds of pigs, I think was one of the things, um, one of the things that he was diving into and that takes a lot of research you want to have your facts straight you want to have uh, have all your information in a line you want to kind of have a good flow to it and have it organized into notes make sure it makes sense it is a lot of it is a lot of prep work um i don't know i don't think i could dive into um something like that it would have to be like weekly it'd have to be weekly 
um <laughs> mike v says adding content creation to my days has killed a lot of my sleep yes 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 not only in daydreaming about topics uh but the content creation itself too is my problem so Anyway, let's roll into uh, to the topics of today. Uh, yesterday was a delivery day. Actually, let's go back. Uh, we rolled in here to our campsite, and um, we were going to be here for a couple months. We knew, and we needed to get some mail, namely uh, a couple Amazon packages and my coffee order, my monthly coffee order. Now, for the majority of the winter, we were down in Texas, and Josh was kind enough to receive all our mail at his house. Now, since we've left Josh's, we haven't gotten any Amazon packages. Josh, if you drop in the comments, how many average Amazon packages a week does my wife order? Oh, I just got, I got a death look. I got a death look. Wow. Oh, man. She snapped back. She snapped back hard this morning. I was going to say, and then add in all the stuff that I order, but she got mad. She got mad too fast. Now, we haven't ordered a, we haven't ordered anything since um, from Amazon. And my pack, my coffee needed to get shipped, needed to get received. We have some things we have to order. We did a good job of stocking up while we were there. And that's that's the majority of the reason why we got so many packages while we were there is we were taking advantage of the 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 kindness of a of a good friend. So we got all our stuff stocked up and then we've made it to uh to about a month or so since we've ordered. And when we got here, I asked the owners, Hey, is there an address here or do I have to figure something out? Do I have to go get a PO box? Do I need to, what do I need to do? And they're like, oh no, here's the address. Here's the address. Um, <laughs> here's the address for um, the site you're at. And it's on the backside of their property and it's a different road than their house. And I was like, oh, okay. So this is definitely the address of this, this plot. And um and so I gave that to my coffee guy. I said, hey, here's the address. I didn't order any Amazons. I kind of wanted that first package to go through. But my coffee is really important to me. I like it. And when I run out, it's not good. I haven't run out, I don't think. I haven't run out yet since uh, since I started drinking this. Um, and uh, so that was my test run. I knew I'd get tracking from it. I knew Brian would watch it um, on the tracking. And if anything went sideways with it, we'd figure it out. I would end up with coffee in the next couple days. So away it went. I got the tracking number. It was supposed to be there here today. Um, after I gave him the address and he shipped it out, I looked out in the front of the uh, by the road. And there isn't a mailbox. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they can't leave mail without at least an address, um, an address flag and a, and a box or a mailbox. I like, I had, I had this feeling that there was something about that. So the package was shipped, uh, towards the end of last week. I watched the tracking. It kind of moved through the system. It, uh, it, uh, was scheduled for today for the whole time. My plans were to go to the, the post office this morning after the show when they opened turns out they don't open till noon but i was going to go to the post office and um i was going to go to the post office and uh talk to them say hey i got this package coming through here is the deal here's the uh situation here's the address do you need to hold it here? Can they deliver it to the house or to my trailer? I didn't know. So there's like a U driveway here. I didn't know if they like just drove through the, the driveway and dropped it off. If somebody's staying here, who's going to find out today? Well, I look at the tracking number yesterday morning and it says held at the post office, animal exception. And I had two packages coming because I order a lot of coffee. Um, two packages and the other one said held at the post office. So I imagine that it was all because it was on the same address. The, the people knew 
that it uh it there was no mailbox here and they marked it for holding for re-delivery and then she, i uh i was like oh shit okay so i should go pick this up <laughs> so i get in the car it's about 10 in the morning I, I noticed that it had been delivered or held at the post office it's about 10 in the morning i jump in the truck and the post office is about a mile and a half yeah mile from here drive down there pull in there's nobody in the parking lot and i was like oh this is weird this is weird I uh, I go up to the door. Yeah, the post office in this town is only open from noon to 4.30. What? Post office, noon to 4.30. Huh, interesting. So I come home. I'm going to go back at noon. Or if I see the post office person or the mail delivery person uh, coming, coming by. And uh, I was like, huh. I wonder if I can catch the mail carrier. Sat here and watched outside and didn't see it, didn't see it. Noon came and I, I ran over to the post office. I said, hey, I, uh, I, got a, I got a couple packages that are held here. And now we're talking a small town here that I'm in. Um, obviously, the post office is open from noon to four. I said, hey, uh, I got packages, a couple packages here. They got held here. Uh, it was supposed to be over and I gave her my address. She's like, yeah, we don't have any of that. Like, didn't even get up. She's like, Ken, she knows every piece of mail in that building. She says, no, we don't have any of that. That's not here. I'm like, huh? It says on my tracking that it's held at the this post office. Had the name and everything. Town name. And I said, all right. Well, here's the tracking number. Can I give you the tracking number and we can see where it is? She's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I give her the tracking number. She pulls it up. She's like, animal exception? What's that? I'm like, I don't know. You, Your driver put it in there. I was pretty sure that's what they put when uh, they go to deliver something and there's like a dog in the yard, not on a lead or something like that. And so I was like, yeah, well, I think they just flubbed that and I made that up. But we'll go with it. Got my package held instead of, yeah, well, anyway. She couldn't find it. She didn't have any idea. She said, okay, well, the driver, the rural driver comes in usually about two. You want to come back two or three? And uh, she probably has it in her vehicle and she'll drop it off. And I'm like, okay, all right, all right. So I go home. Sitting here, Corey's like, hey, there goes the there goes the mail courier. And goes down the other side of the road. And I said, okay, well, you you watch out the window pretty religiously. And uh, and you kind of know the schedules of things going on. How long before they drive back down the other side? She says, not very long. I think she just goes to the end of the road, turns around, comes back. I said, okay. So I walked out. I stood by the road. And um, and I uh, I just stood there. And I, I could see her coming down, stopping at all the mailboxes. And I uh, so as she went by, I waved. And she, she waves, she starts to slow down. And I was like, Hey, can I ask you a question? She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, I got, um, I, uh, I got some packages, uh, on the way here. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, um, do you have them in, in your vehicle there? No, nope. They're at the post office. I said, well, I went to the post office and she said, they're not there. She's like, what? I said, yeah, it's, um, I, I went to the post office that it says on here. She goes, oh, no, no, no. That's not the post, post office that I come out of. I left them at the old post office, the other post office, the one that I get dispatched out of. And I was like, oh, she's like, and there's no box here. So technically I'm supposed to send them right back to the sender immediately. She's like, but I know Tim the landowner. I know Tim and I was going to talk to him this afternoon and see if that was you guys uh, that was ordering stuff and let you know that they're over there. That's why I put them in for the animal exception. I was like, Oh, well that was very nice of you. That was very nice of you. Um, so I was like, okay, so where are they, where, where are they now? So they're not here a mile away from me. And she gives me the address of the of the other post office i said okay well i'm gonna go ahead over there and grab them don't worry about it i really appreciate you helping me um i really appreciate you doing that and uh, and letting me know she's like oh no problem no problem um and then we talked through ways that i can get my stuff uh get my packages and things here 
so I come in and I tell Corey, I told her the story and she's like, Oh really? Really? Yes. Yeah. And I put it into Google, Google maps. It was like 20 miles away. I'm like, Oh man. So I jump in the truck. I drive round trip an hour. I walk in. This is a little bigger post office, a little bigger, a little bigger town, not much, but little. And I walk in, I wait in line for a second. I go up to the counter and I said, Hey, uh, I had a couple packages held here. She's like, what's the address? And I gave her the address and she goes, Oh, let me go. Let me go see. She walks up with them. She sets them on the counter. I was like, those are it. Those are it. That's my coffee order. And she goes, Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad you got it. I said, I said, do you need ID? She says, who else is going to know these are here unless they're yours? And I said, huh. Well, you th- would you think of that? <laughs> Please don't give my packages to someone else, but I, I get your point. And um, I also was thinking to myself, yeah, when's the last time you showed an ID for something absolutely r- ridiculous that you're required to? So, yeah, I picked up the packages. I came home. I got home and on my way, on my drive home, I said, oh man, I forgot something pretty important. When I was at the post office the first time, the the one that she couldn't find my packages and told her there was coffee order, she says, I love coffee. I said, oh, you do? <laughs> Weird. So do I. Um, would you like some samples of some really, really good coffee? <laughs> and she says, that would be great. I said, well, when I come back to get my packages this afternoon after the driver drops them off, I'll bring you uh, I'll bring you some some coffee samples. And I got back and I was like, hey, that's not cool. I promised her coffee samples and coffee is like, you don't fuck with that. I need to take her some samples. So I said to Corey, hey, I got to grab some samples. It's only a mile down the road. I'm going to grab her some samples and take them over. I had a very awesome discussion with this lady for oh, a good 10, 15 minutes about coffee, um, about Brian, about scrambling and his business and um, and how to order it and how to try it. And hopefully she uh, she enjoys the two samples. She said, I can smell it. I want to go make coffee right now, but I won't go to sleep if I do, because this was like two, three in the afternoon. Yeah, so she was happy. She was happy. So I got a friend. I got a friend in the post office now, and uh, she told me just to have my packages delivered to the post office, and she'll hold them for me. Yes. Yes. Cheers. Good morning, K-Bonk. How's it going? Thanks for joining this morning. What are you drinking? What are you drinking this morning? I got the, the FTO Blonde Espresso from uh, from Old Food Forest Farms. So that was my package. I got my packages. What a wonderful, what a wonderful day. When you get the coffee, when you get the coffee in the mail and you get to see what, uh, what Brian decided to send my way. It's fantastic. And I get to dream of the coffee every morning for the next month. Gingerbread Farms has a question for you, Corey. What do you think about the lady at the the post office holding my package? She didn't even acknowledge you, James. <laughs> you you've achieved Brian status. <laughs> Your jokes are so bad she doesn't even look up. <laughs> oh man, man. Uh, last night I had a fantastic chat with uh, Jem Fuller. I don't know if you listened, if you caught it live. Uh, I think you have to agree it was a fantastic conversation. He's uh, they're very insightful guy. He's lived a very cool life, and uh, we kind of chatted about that and a lot of stuff and a lot of communications things that we've seen uh, change in the world. He is uh, six years or so my senior, and so we were right there in that in that same time frame. Um, the same, uh, growing up, but he grew up in Australia and then took off right away. And, uh, but we discussed that we discussed the changes we've seen, uh, things going on. Josh says that was a good show. Super cool dude. Yeah. He was really, really cool to talk to, um, easy conversationalist, but you would have to, you would have to gather that from someone that wrote a book on communication and does consultations and consulting for uh, CEOs on communicating with their employees better. 
I would hope he could do a podcast interview, but uh, I really enjoy those. I really enjoy those. I, 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 I actually just wrote the intro and not one question. When I saw his, um, when I saw his profile and his background and uh, obviously what he does for a living now, I said, keywords. <laughs> and I didn't even need the keywords. They were just in the intro. And uh, yeah, it just flowed. I was really excited about that. So you're going to want to check that out. You can do that on the YouTube channel. You can watch the video um, or you can... Um, or you can check out the full podcast feed for the audio, or you can find the all the interview shows on an interview-only feed called Lots to Talk About. I pulled those out. I made its own feed on Spotify. So if you uh, search that, Lots to Talk About, you will find um, a, a list of interview shows. I think the, last night it was number 30 of the interview feed only. And uh, hey, if you listen to that on Spotify, would you hit uh, follow or subscribe or whatever it's called over there? Um, I get a lot of listens, but uh, only got two two lonely fans, two lonely fans over there. If you listen um, and you listen on Spotify, hit that button. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. But definitely check out Jem Fuller. Definitely check out Jem Fuller. And uh, that interview was was really enjoyable. What else do I got here on my list? Uh, Tim, Tim's property. So we're down here. <laughs> oh kyle yes it's supposed to be lost to talk about lost to talk about <laughs> anyway the reason we are in this area actually uh kind of pointed in this direction was a friend of mine old tool man tim guy that kind of kicked me in the b-hole to get uh get going on content creation and this is why we're sitting here uh he picked up a piece of property here in Tennessee. The Canadian Canadian wanted to wanted to own a chunk of U.S. soil, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I mean, for all the shit we talk about the U.S., there's a lot worse places we could be. If you really think about it, and so since I'm uh, I'm trying trying to uh, squirrel my way into the business of helping people with raw property. And a guy I communicate with on a on a very regular basis just happened to pick up a piece of raw property. I thought it was a great opportunity to talk with him and work with him um, with his raw property. So there it is. There it is. Uh, yeah, we've been over there a couple times. Tim picked up some property here in Tennessee, and uh, I went out and scoped it out with Corey the other day. Uh, this is, was our second trip, first trip got a little gps coordinates messed up and uh out here in tennessee when you get up on top of the hills there is no signal couldn't get to the right spot wasn't really sure where we needed to go came home got some more information got regrouped and then we took a trip out on saturday morning i think i think it was saturday uh drove out there with the dogs just took a little peek the dogs were with us and it is uh it is definitely raw undeveloped property and so we didn't take him for a walk. I took a quick little jaunt out and uh, peeked around a little bit. But my plans are to head back this week. I think tomorrow. I was thinking about going today, but realized I have a meeting in the middle of the day. <sighs> yeah. So tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to head out there. And we are going to... Um, we... I am going to hopefully trailblaze uh, with a machete around to the corners of the property. And Tim and uh, also Carrie Brown are going to meet me out there next beginning of next week, Monday, Tuesday-ish. Tim's coming down to go to uh, the Living Free in Tennessee Spring Conference, and he's going to check out his property. And so I think we're all going to go walk around and uh, get, a, get an idea what Tim wants to do. And then I'm going to do some work for him, do some work for him this summer, get a jump start on his plans, maybe do some uh, some camp install or whatever work we can come up with. But that's the plan. That's the plan. I'm excited to go walk around and uh, check out what he's got, get get some video for him. He's excited to see it. He hasn't seen it. He bought it uh, without stepping foot on it, which is exciting. And uh, yeah, it's a cool property. I think he's going to have a lot of uh, a lot of success with it. And I hope I'm uh, I'm part of that. I hope I can help him be part of that too. 
So, uh, yeah, Mike, <laughs> Mike says, welcome to ticks season in Tennessee. That's funny. As we've traveled, people are like the ticks, the ticks, the ticks, man. I go turkey hunting in Minnesota and I would sit in the blind and somehow turkey season and tick season lined right up. I would come back. I would have, I would be pulling ticks off of me for days, four days. Um, they get thick fast and they stay thick for a long time in Minnesota. I am all, all about, um, I am all about the ticks, all about the ticks. So, eh, they are, I've, I've pulled so many off me since I lived in Minnesota that they don't even, I, they don't bother me anymore. Uh, the small ones kind of freak me out. The, the deer ticks, the deer ticks are the small ones, right? Yeah. The wood ticks are the bigger ones, the deer ticks. They kind of freak me out a little bit, especially with the dogs. Um, since our dogs, Oh, look at that. Where did it go? There I am. And uh, also uh, getting in, them getting in places that you just can't see. That's that's my biggest concern. But uh, yeah, dealt with them for a long time. I don't know if Tim's got ticks up there in, in the great white north. I don't know if it gets uh, cold enough to deplete them every year. Lone Star Ticks. Is that when you uh, you don't you don't pick up a twelve pack in in time and you start twitching? Is a Lone Star tick? <laughs> oh, all right, guys. It's um, it is running up here on forty seven minutes. Uh, K Box says, "What's the, the dog protocol for dogs in Tennessee?" We just use Frontline. As far as ticks, uh, it's uh, Frontline front line is what we use hit that item of the day today is the par city hand bean coffee grinder it's what i used every morning to grind up my beans from food forest farms that i was waiting for patiently with the usps and got my hands on i pour uh 49 grams of whole beans into the top of that spin it with my hand for oh i don't know about a minute as my water warms up in the teapot and then it goes in the french press and makes a nice wonderful steaming cup of coffee it is fantastic. The slow grinding, the hand grinding almost bursts the beans instead of chopping them up in an electric fast grinder or being pre-ground and off-gassing flavor for God knows how long. Smush those beans, crack them, shatter them, get them the most surface area, po area possible so when you dump it in the in the French press and the water hits it, it can, it can release all that flavor into the coffee. And it's fantastic. It's fantastic. If you're interested in uh, interested in hand grinding your coffee anymore, please check out the link in the video description. I think I have a review link and the link for it on Amazon. Be sure to check that out. And uh, I appreciate it. If you don't need a hand coffee grinder, but you still want to uh, you still want to help support the Lots Project, be, be sure to hit that Amazon link and do any shopping you have to do. As long as you click the link first, anything you buy adds to our little uh, kickback at the end of the month from Amazon, and we 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 definitely definitely appreciate it. Um, other than that, I've started uh, posting a blog post for every episode of the show. I believe today this morning i gotta get i'll get this show up and uh and i believe i got the blog post for the interview up last night i have to double check i was going back and forth whether it was ready to publish or not and when i went to bed i can't remember if i hit go or not so i imagine it's there i imagine it's there as late as i was up last night i must have finished um i will tell you that anyway anyway off to it guys it's been another great morning tuesday morning i appreciate hanging out um I don't know if I'm going to hang out and nest after, but I will leave it open if you uh, if you guys want to jump over there and and bullshit for a bit. I'm probably going to mute it out. I got a bunch of stuff to do this morning, and I got a meeting at noon with a client, so got to wrap it up. Got to wrap it up for sure. Um, hold on one second. Mike V says, "Hey, how do I find people on Noster? Uh, where do I put Jack's pub key? The search box gives me nothing." Um, yeah, Mike, I, uh, let me send you a link to my video that I made. I will, uh, I'll email it to you. 
I'll email it to you and hopefully that'll help. And if it doesn't, <laughs> then uh, drop me back some questions and I can help you out. Anyway, let's wrap it up today and uh, we'll be back here on hump day. I appreciate all you guys hanging out and uh, hey, with that, it's been a, another episode of the Lots Project podcast. You can always find me on thelotsproject.com, which I'm focusing on quite a bit. So send all your friends there to check it out. You can also find me on Twitch, Telegram, YouTube, Odyssey, Rumble, Gab, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Fountain.fm, and all the other podcast 2.0 value for value exchange podcast players. And Noster, definitely on Noster, enjoying that and uh, and watching that grow. Oh, you watch the vids? Yeah. Um, let me uh, let me dig in a little bit and see what's going on. I'm guessing you're using Snort on desktop and uh, and iPhone, I think. Anyway, I'll shoot you an email, man, after the show, and I get things wrapped up, and we'll see if we can help you out. Otherwise, like Josh said, check out Lightning for Liberty tonight uh, or the Lightning for Liberty YouTube channel. We talk. Uh, we talked last week it, at length about getting started, and uh, yeah, tonight again tonight. Join us and uh, be sure to follow it on Noster and be in the drawing for a ton of Satoshis we're giving away. So I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody watching and listening. And uh, hey, help me out. Give it a share. Share it with somebody you think might like the show. And with that, it's been another episode and uh, we will talk to you tomorrow.